You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Monday show for you. We're going to go over the Reality Steve fan appreciation party this past weekend. I'm going to give you some news and notes from it. We are going to talk a little bit about the bios and headshots, just something that I noticed about the guys. I haven't gone through all the guys' bios and headshots. I will eventually get to them. Maybe I'll read them all on the plane today, but I've got a couple thoughts on uh, the guys that were released on, what did it come out? Friday, right? Thursday. Thursday or Friday? Uh, Yeah, Thursday, because I talked about it a little bit on Friday. And then um, I have an update on the story I told you last week that I'm working on. I have a little bit of an update on that for you. And then we are going to end the podcast with a little Taylor Swift news I was listening to a podcast this weekend, and I just heard some things about this era's tour that I didn't know. I knew it was doing well. I had no idea how well it was doing and how well she was doing overall, and I'm going to relay that info to you, and uh, we will get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show, episode five just came out this past Friday. There's a new episode released every Friday. 16 episodes in the season. Go to comingoutforlove.com. Go in the upper right-hand corner. Click bundles. Type in the promo code REALITYSTEVE, and that'll get you 15% off your order. Whatever bundle you get, it doesn't matter. You'll get 15% off your order. I have not watched episode 5 yet since it was this past Friday, but I plan on watching it sometime this week. Episode 4, like I said, was an epic one. One of the best hours of reality television I ever watched And I would suggest you all hop on board and get involved in that show because it's really, really good. So comingoutforlove.com, click bundles at checkout. Uh, Promo code is REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your order. All right, let's get started. Uh, Let's talk about the party this weekend. Uh, First off, I want to thank everybody who came out to the party on Friday night at Mandalay Bay. I know that (laughs) leading into this, Maybe you thought I was kidding. Maybe you thought I was joking. Maybe you thought like I was over-exaggerating when I kept saying, it's going to be toasty in there. I'm telling you, anybody that was there at the party, you're well aware how sweaty I was all night long. It was a... I mean, the party was great. Uh, this is the first party where nobody flaked. Everybody that RSVP'd ended up showing up. It's the largest party I've ever had at Mandalay. I think we had... The total amount, I think, came to 91 or 92 people. And what it means is, to me, that you guys are loyal, so I appreciate that. Thank you for that. It also means i got to move the party next year. Six of the seven years I've had the party has been in that same room at Mandalay Bay. The one year we had it at the Rio, I'd love to go back to that room, but the Rio doesn't rent out that room anymore. So every year I have the party... And every year I say, damn, it gets so hot in there with that many people. But then after the party ends and the rest of the weekend happens and then I just go back to my normal life, I'm like, maybe it wasn't so bad. No, it is bad. I was sweating like a pig literally five minutes into the party. I had it. Anybody who's there knows I had a towel on my shoulder all night long. I was toweling off. I was so hot. So (laughs) I'm going to have the party again next year. We're going to have it pretty much the same time. It's probably going to be the second weekend of June next year instead of the first weekend in June. But I have to find a new venue if I want to keep the same people, uh, same amount of people coming. Assuming we have 90, I think uh, there's a room that I'm looking at that's at the Delano, which is attached to Mandalay. 
Um, there's a good chance I might have it there. And if I do, I could probably open it up to more people, maybe get up. I definitely can get over 100, but we'll, we'll have to see. But it was just, as much as I enjoyed it and much as I enjoyed everybody that came out and supported, it was just, it was so hot in there, at least for me. I know others were hot, but, and that's the thing. You say, Steve, turn on the air conditioner. Yeah, they were all on. All five vents in the main room were on, and they were all set to the lowest they could go, which was 65 degrees, and it was still balls hot in there. And I just, I don't, there's nothing I can do other than literally, the only thing, there's two options. Keep it in the same room, but only allow 50 people, which I don't want to do, because that'll be way too, too many people are going to get shut out, and, or move it to another room, and that's, and that's the plan. So I don't know where it's moving to next year. The Delano looks to be the leading candidate right now. But, um, yeah, it's it's going to be somewhere different next year. So, look, we're a year away, so you don't have to worry about that now. I will know the date that we're having it, and I'll start promoting it right when the next Bachelor season starts airing, which I'm assuming will be, you know, second or third weekend in January, just like Zach's was. So, You'll know in January of 2024, if you want to just already be on the early email list, so I, you don't forget, or maybe January rolls around and you're not listening to the podcast, you don't get reminded, just email me at steve at realitysteve.com and I will take care of that. I will send out an email to the people who reached out in June and said I'd be interested in coming next year. So um, again, it was a lot of fun. First time we did the pasta and taco bar, I ate before everybody got there. I had both the tacos, the chicken and the beef, and I had a plate of pasta with meatballs. And I'm telling you, that was – I, you know in the past if you've been to the party, it's just been appetizers that I've gotten, whether it's caprese skewers or sandwiches or bacon-wrapped chicken bites. This is the first time I went to the pasta and taco bar, and the pasta bar was done by the end of the night. Like it had been – all of it had been eaten. There was tacos left. Kind of surprising to me. I thought people would be more even. It would be more even, but it was definitely sided more towards the pasta. So I will keep that in mind for next year for sure. But all in all, just an absolute <laughs> a great a great weekend, a great party. Um, thanks to Courtney Robertson and her husband for coming out. Dave Neal and his wife uh, for coming out as well. I know people enjoyed talking to them. Also, a shout out to the morning show in Austin, Booker Alex and Audrey. Uh, they donated to the raffle $300. I gave away three different $100 bills because <laughs> Alex just kept giving me $100 bills. So, um, we raffled off over $1,000 in prizes now that I think about it because, yeah, we had we had two gift cards, one to House of Blues, $100 gift card to House of Blues for lunch or $100 gift card to their restaurant. Had a $100 gift card to Lupo, which is my favorite Italian restaurant at Mandalay. I had three $100 casino chips, so that's so that's 500 I had four $50 do- – was it four or six – I think I had six fifty dollars in chips. Uh, let's let's call it four. So that's uh, that's another two hundred. So that's seven hundred. And then Alex from the uh, morning show, ninety four point seven in Austin. Booker, Alex, and Audrey. Alex donated 
$300 bills that we raffled off separately. So yeah, $1,000 in raffle prizes um, <laughs> that night, which was, I, I had no idea Alex was going to do that, but when I was giving out the raffle of the casino chips, he just kept handing me $100 bills. So that made people happy. And what was the other thing I wanted to say? Oh, thank you to the people. Like I did, I, this year the party was so close to my birthday. You know, my birthday was Wednesday. Party was Friday. I did not want any birthday gifts, but I know some of you did give me them. I appreciate them very much. The thoughtfulness put into them. Everyone knows I'm obsessed with the Olive Garden. Someone literally got me a bowl of the mints that Olive Garden gives you at the end of your meal. They got a whole bowl of them and gave them to me uh, for my birthday as a birthday gift. Someone knitted me a Taylor Swift Eras blanket <laughs> that says Eras on it. I, I can't believe someone did that. Uh, someone gave me more chocolates from their hometown. Uh, one of you gave me a $25 gift card to the Olive Garden and gave me a card along with it but didn't tell me your name. So I don't even know who that is. So can you reach out to me if you were the one, if you're listening today, if you were the one that gave me the $25 gift card to the Olive Garden just so I can thank you uh, in an email um, because you just signed it like your fan or something like that. And while I appreciate it, I would have liked to have known you know, who gave it to me. But again, all in all, a great weekend in Vegas. It's, it's, a, it's a fun thing. This was year number seven, and we're, we'll be at, back at it again next year uh, for year number eight. So I also want to move on to let's talk a little Bachelorette stuff. Charity season starts three weeks from today. No new news in terms of spoilers. Um, like I said, when I know, you will know. And the bios and the headshots, there's two things that I wanted to go over with this. I, I, I say this every year, the bios and the headshots come out. But I feel like I have to repeat myself because so many shows will do a full breakdown of the bios and headshots, what the guys said in their bios, and if it's funny or if it's not. Like you all, you've got to remember, and I say this every season. I'm going to say it again. Those guys do not write the fun facts in their bios. Those are all done by production. So, I that's why I I, I used to do it. I used to do it a long time ago. Where the day after the bios came out, I would go over every guy's bio and just point out something funny about it or something they said. But knowing that it's all fake, I don't do it anymore. And I'm not saying podcasts should dedicate whole episodes to bio releases. I know they do. They can do their own thing. Um, I, you know, it's to each their own. I'm just saying I'm ne- you're never going to hear that from me just because it's not real. So, you know, I, I, I was looking over one of them today and one of them said, I li- you know, one of the guys said in his bio, I like a uh, fun fact about him was I like Legos. Do you honestly think a, a grown man wrote I like Legos? No, he didn't. Um, so... Yeah, I, I just think it's stupid, to be honest with you. The other thing that is just, it's like clockwork. Every time um, the bios come out, and I'm not even talking about the written bios. Now I'm talking about the video stuff that's all on the Bachelorette ABC Instagram page. So the Bachelorette ABC Instagram page has like each guy saying like their name, their age, their city, and what they do. And just, you know, a little clip or whatever. And then... Obviously, they've probably put that out. They uh, Most of the guys have put that out on their Instagram stories. But then when somebody that knows them or just a fan 
reposts it as their Instagram story, they're obviously tagging that particular contestant. Then that contestant is reposting it himself. So it's just like, it's just so funny to see how many guys, like I, 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 I can't remember who it is. I, I follow a few of them from Charity Season. But I go to their Instagram story page and I see like 15 of those small dots at the top. And it's like, oh great, this person's got 15 Instagram stories. I wonder if they're remotely interesting. No, it's 15 people saying, woohoo, can't wait to see you on TV. Or, oh my boy, gonna be on the show. Looking forward to a great season. Like, And that's all they're doing is like basically, it's. I mean, the best way to put it, it's a humble brag is what it is. It's a humble brag for them saying, look at all the people that are acknowledging the fact that I'm on this show. But I'm not just calling out the guys because the women do it every season too when The Bachelor comes out. So it's just funny to me because it's it's nothing more than, hey, look at how many people are commenting on the fact that I'm on the show. So I think it's silly. I think it's ridiculous. But it does happen every single season. And um, that's what people are going to have to get used to. And it's still going. Like those videos came out on like what? Fucking Thursday? And I'm still seeing it on Sunday. It's like. You don't have to acknowledge every person that is acknowledging that you are on the show. But I get it. They're all trying to build a brand. They're all trying to get as many followers as possible. I get it. But sorry. It's just it's it's not for me. Um, moving on. Last week, I told you about a story that I was working on in Bachelor Nation. I can tell you that I've got a little more clarification on it. And I will be reporting that story either tomorrow or Wednesday. I don't know which day yet, but it's not going to be any later than Wednesday. Um, I am going to include the video uh, that I have. The video is pretty self-explanatory. And the video makes you basically add two and two together and you'll get four. So that's what I'll say about it at this point. Like I said, I don't want to bring out names just yet. You will know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to... You know, leave you hanging when I tell you. I'm going to explain the whole story. I'm going to explain there is some social media things that you're going to have to connect uh, with the video that I'm going to put out on Tuesday or Wednesday, and you'll know who I'm. It's not who I'm talking about. It's the timeline of events that happened, and I'll explain that all to you. But I did want to. I hadn't brought it up since last week, and someone emailed me this weekend and just said, "Hey, when are we going to know more about?" the situation that you brought up last week. Well, now you know. I'm going to bring it up either tomorrow or Wednesday's uh, podcast. So look out. Be on the lookout for that. And finally, I want to end with some Taylor Swift stuff. Um, you know that I got a new blanket, <laughs> a knitted blanket that says Eras on it, which, uh, again, I can't thank them enough. For that, I can't believe. And when I asked them how long it took them to make it, they said it took them a week. Like, really? You spent a week making me a blanket? Like, you didn't need to do that. As much as I appreciate it, you didn't need to do that. But hey, I've got an Eros Tour blanket now, so how about that? Um, I was listening to a podcast this weekend, and <laughs> we've talked about the Eros Tour. You know, I saw it back on March 31st at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. It was one of the best nights of my life. You can go to my Instagram highlights and see me screaming at the top of my lungs for three hours. Uh, and you know, singing along all the songs and whatnot. But 
I've just I, I've as as much as obviously I like Taylor's music. I've gone to the last three concerts that she's done, 1989, Reputation, and now the Eras tour. I've always been fascinated by her as an artist, um, the whole machine that is Taylor Swift, and how popular she is, how popular this tour is. I don't know what the numbers on it are going to be. The tour has to end for them to determine how much she made on this tour, how much the tour grossed. I got to believe it's going to be the highest gross. It's Well, it's 1,000% going to be the highest grossing tour of 2023. I'm just wondering where it rank, where it will rank worldwide for all time. I, I got to believe it's going to be in the top three. I don't see how it isn't when you're selling, when you're five straight months every weekend, outside of Easter weekend, she's going five straight months every weekend in a different city and you know shit she's selling depending on what what capacity that football stadium that she's performing in holds i mean when she was in dallas it was seventy thousand for three nights in a row and most of the most of those stadiums seat they can fit in you know 60 to seventy thousand. so she's drawing between 180 and two hundred ten thousand fans every weekend shit if the average ticket price was 250 dollars, that's 52 million just in one weekend in ticket prices. So I don't know how all that stuff works, the breakdown to the dancers, to the production crew, all that stuff, how much she makes. I know she makes 100% of her merchandise, which is a huge thing because anybody that's been to her concert knows the lines are fucking around the corner uh, to get her merchandise, you know, hours before the concert even begins. So, um, but I was listening to a podcast by Nathan Hubbard who covers music for The Ringer. And he was going over some things and some statistics about Taylor Swift that I did not know. And here, here are some of the things that I wrote down that he said that were just amazing to me. There's only four artists ever, ever in the history of music to ever win Album of the Year three times. Frank Sinatra, Paul Simon, Stevie Wonder, Taylor Swift. I'd say that's pretty fucking good company. That's ridiculous. Stevie Wonder would probably be the latest of those three. And when was the last time Stevie Wonder had an album of the year? 1980? So we haven't had a we haven't had a someone win their third album of the year in almost 50 years. I mean, we're probably coming up on 45 years. Uh, I don't know when Stevie Wonder won his last album of the year. Maybe it was the late 80s. Maybe the album that had I Just Called to Say I Love You, maybe that one was the one. Oh, by the way, funny story. When I was in fifth grade and I liked a girl... We crank called her, and I played the Stevie Wonder song over the phone, and then I hung up. <laughs> God, I was so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, that's how we that's how we told girls we liked them in fifth grade. We played the Stevie Wonder song over the phone, and then hung up, and giggled, and hung up. Um, also, Taylor Swift. So four four artists ever to win album of the year three times: Frank Sinatra, Paul Simon, Stevie Wonder, Taylor Swift. She's the only artist to have five albums open with over a million copies sold. Again, something that nobody else in the history of music has ever done. She's the only artist to have 200 million Spotify streams in one day. Yet again, the only artist to ever do such a thing. When Midnight's came out back in November, or maybe it was October. It was either October or November when Midnight's came out, the latest album. She had the entire top 10 Billboard Hot 100 of songs from Midnight's. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I don't even know if I've ever seen... Look, I, it's not like I'm looking at billboard charts every day, but you kind of have an idea of what the hot songs are going on the radio because they play them like at the top of every hour if you're listening to like Kiss FM or something like that. 
she had all all 10 songs in the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100 were from the Midnight's album. I don't know which 10 they were because Midnight's, I believe, had 18 songs. It was around there. So 10 of them were the top 10 songs in the Billboard Hot 100. Um, and she currently has 10 albums right now in the Billboard Top 100 albums in Billboard 200. So of... Of her, her 10 albums are still all in the top 100 albums for Billboard. So anyone who doubts Taylor Swift runs the music industry, there's your answer. She does. She should probably run for president too. She'll probably win that. If we could vote online for the president Taylor and, and Taylor Swift ran, she'd win. I, 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 don't, I don't care if she's never looked at a bill in her life like she's going to win if she ran for president just but that's what i'm saying like we if we voted online but that'll never happen so she's not going to run for president she nor should she but yeah i i I listened to that podcast and i was kind of blown away by the things that i heard but um yeah that's that's taylor swift in a nutshell for you what she's doing and shit she's not even halfway through her tour yet or maybe she is right around the halfway mark now that i think about it because she's got the rest of june She's in Detroit this upcoming weekend. Then she goes to Pittsburgh after that, and then I believe it's Minnesota after Pittsburgh. And then after I can't believe, I can't remember what the last weekend in June is. And then she's got all of July and beginning the first two weekends in August. She's doing five shows in LA at SoFi Stadium. So she's doing so she's got basically two two months and two weeks of shows and she's been performing since what mid March. So, yeah, we're basically at the halfway point. Um, will I see her again? <laughs> I mean, I want to, but, you know, do I want to pay $4,000 for a ticket now? Because that's essentially what it is to see her. Shit, if you sit in the nosebleeds, you're paying two grand. It's, a, it's, it's unbelievable. It's a joke. But anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe in Apple Podcasts. That's the best you can do to to help uh, this podcast because it'll pop up in your feed. You don't have to worry about waiting for me to post it, uh, waiting for me to send out a tweet or anything like that. It'll be in your feed every morning at 6.30 Central Time. And then some people get it earlier. Some people get it right away at like 6.32. Usually it doesn't appear in my feed until about 6.45 or 6.50 Central Time. So... Um, subscribe, rate, and review also helps the podcast. But again, thanks to everyone who showed up this past weekend. Really appreciate it. And thanks to everybody who continues to support the podcast and listen. So thank you all for listening. And I will be back with yet another Daily Roundup tomorrow. Three.